Welcome to the biggest thing to hit the financial advisory ESG community, environmental, social, and governance. I'm Jonathan Kavaznik, CHFC Wealth Advisor. With over 25 years advisory experience, I've been advising clients so they can make a positive global impact. Hello, and welcome to the ESG Players Podcast with your host, Jonathan Kavaznik, one of the leading ESG advisors in the country. This week, we will be talking to Dr. Bill Lloyd. He is a board-certified surgeon and pathologist and serves as health director for Transamerica Advanced Markets. He is an award-winning medical educator and prolific author. Dr. Lloyd has extensive experience in health communications, online content development, and medical broadcasting. At Transamerica, Dr. Lloyd leads the Wealth and Health Initiative through expert content creation, along with live presentations, to financial professionals and the lay public. Today, Dr. Bill is going to help us all connect the dots when it comes to wealth and health as it relates to financial advisors and their clients. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of ESG Players Podcast. I'm Jonathan Kavaznik, your host, and today we have an awesome guest, Dr. Bill Lloyd, Health Director of Advanced Markets at Transamerica. This week, we're going to talk about UN Sustainable Development Goal number three, which is good health and well-being. Welcome to our listeners, and thank you for joining us on today's ESG podcast, Dr. Bill. You're quite the expert on health and well-being, and so Dr. Bill, can you just say a little bit about why uh, you're here today and why you think that's important to get the message out? Well, certainly, and thank you so much for having me on, Jonathan. It's been almost a year now since I've been with Transamerica as their inaugural health director. I work with a group called Transamerica Advanced Market. So we work alongside thought leadership, making sure that all of our business partners and financial professionals in each of the different Transamerica channels, whether it's annuities, mutual funds, retirement, or insurance, understands the Wealth and Health Initiative. I'll, I'll crystallize it uh, very quickly for you. Smart decisions you make today about your finances, as well as habits you start about good health and decisions you make regarding positive lifestyles and staying with them will reward you later in life with a more financially secure, healthier, and dignified retirement. That's it in a nutshell. So the Wealth and Health Initiative essentially is a knowledge ecosystem to provide our business partners, advisors, and their clients, the information they need to make those smart choices through every season of life. So whether you're just starting with your first job, whether you're mid-career, whether you're thinking about that retirement, or even if you're still in retirement, wealth and health applies to every one of you. Excellent. Well, one of the areas that our listeners are really concerned about when they talk with me as their advisor is they wonder what the things are in the environment, whether it be air pollution or tobacco or fossil fuels, things that contribute to not allowing them to be healthy. Can you talk a little bit about what they can do in their own personal lives to make sure that they are trying to counter some of that or what is the right way to approach that? Sure. And we're familiar with most of the common pathologic mechanisms for chronic health conditions. You know, 60% of the working class has at least one chronic health condition. Uh, 42% have two or more. And Jonathan, 12% of workers have five or more chronic health conditions. They've broken down all of the specific risk factors for each of them. There's hundreds of these chronic conditions. But the ones that always come around the bend are obviously genetics, And no one's changing their DNA. Not yet. 
not yet, right? Yeah. And then there's then there is environment, and we always have to be attentive to that. And then, of course, uh, behavioral choices that individuals make. For example, the CDC says smoking is the leading preventable cause of death in the United States. If someone came to me today and they said, Dr. Bill, give me two smart strategies that will allow me to save more today and to be pre better prepared for retirement, I would tell them, don't smoke, right? Yep. Don't smoke and don't get diabetic. Here's why. If you have diabetes, you spend $9,000 a year out of your own pocket. From the very first year, you're diabetic. This could involve lost wages, doctor's visits, co-payments, higher deductibles, uh, prescription costs, home supplies. It goes on and on. So from age, let's say, let's say you're diabetic at age 30, and a lot of young adults are. From 30 to 65, do the math. At 9000 a year, you've lost over a quarter million dollar investment opportunity. And when you turn 65, the meter doesn't stop. You're still paying $9,000 a year. So you are unable to acquire the assets, the adequate assets for a satisfying retirement. And then when you do retire it, you puncture it with ongoing health costs related to the diabetes and complications of other health concerns that could be related to those diabetes. So don't smoke and don't get diabetes, and, and you increase the odds astronomically of being prepared for a more fulfilling, healthier, and financially secure retirement. That sounds like amazing information and advice. Can you tell me what exactly people do that contributes to uh, being diabetic? What are, what are their life habits that they are doing that maybe they should prevent themselves from doing or stop? Sure, sure. The number one, of course, is physical inactivity and poor fitness. All right. Uh, in many industries, two-thirds of employees fail to meet the minimum physical fitness standards for their job. And I'm not just talking about firemen. We live in a sedentary society, and we need to get up and move around more often. Then, obviously, uh, America is an obese nation now. 36% of all adults are obese as measured by BMI, body mass index. If you've got a BMI of 30 plus, you're obese. 40 plus, you're morbidly obese. This greatly increases your risk for a higher incidence and severity of those chronic health conditions. So Transamerica wants everybody to know that by increasing their physical activity, making smarter food choices, not smoking, uh, increasing their physical activity, they're preparing for the retirement just as they do when they meet with their financial planner and talk about their financial assets as well. So this is part of this new holistic landscape that people are talking about. The financial services industry has gotten very competitive and in some ways very commoditized. And consumers are savvy. They're looking for more than just a shiny chart. They want someone who actually will make a connection with them and will actually share ideas. So successful financial advisors already know this, that by building trust, it could be by sharing your own wealth and health story, you open an opportunity between financial advisor and their clients. And you know what? Once you have that trust, Jonathan, the client will give you all the time in the world to talk about product. Right. Well, one of the things that we are finding with some of our listeners and our clientele is as they're aging, they're finding the cost of healthcare and accessibility to it is very hard to get to. And it's really putting pressure on their overall picture. Can you speak a little bit to how you feel about their access and their rights to get access and the cost and how to keep that down for them? Absolutely. And of course, like everything else, the first step is planning. And you are exactly right. Americans are just coming to understand the reality 
not the prospects, the reality of how expensive it is to stay healthy during retirement. There's two main categories, if you will, two big pots of money. Your health care costs, and that's manageable, that's predictable, that's manipulable. By living a healthier life uh, earlier in life, you can reduce your out-of-pocket health care costs as you get older. But the second one is your expenses related to long-term care. I'm not talking about long-term care insurance. I'm not selling long-term care insurance. But I know this. 70% of all adults 65 and older today in this country will require some amount of long-term care throughout the remainder of their life. And if they're not prepared for it, and there are so many powerful ways to get prepared now, and if you overlook it, then you could jeopardize the security of your own finances as well as whatever legacy you choose to leave to the next generation. Yes. Well, what we're also hearing, and maybe you have some thoughts on this, is that some of our clients feel that they're healthier and happier when they're living in a community as opposed to being isolated in their homes and they're trying to uh, grapple with the cost and the transition. Do you have any thoughts on how healthy that makes a person who either has maybe a pet or a companion or lives in a community rather than isolated? Certainly, the entire issue of socialization is critical, not just to enjoying a retirement, but we've shown that it actually prevents the onset of dementia. Roughly 47% of all females over 70 currently live alone. So there's lack of socialization and personal uh, risk for a danger from an injury. You know, Jonathan, if you make it to 85 and you've never had cancer, you're probably going to die from trauma. Or the, or the complications related to a hospitalization, let's say with a fractured hip, et cetera. So those folks living alone need to think seriously about improving their socialization, having somebody else come by more often, and make that house safe. Uh, we spoke earlier about how the population is changing, and there are more and more older people, and of course they are. By 2050, uh, 20% of the entire population in the United States will be age 65 and older. Here's a fun fact. By 2060, the number of Americans 65 and older, it will exceed 100 million. 100 million 65 and older. And you say, well, how can you possibly project that now? It's easy because in 2018, every American who will be 65 or older in 2060 is already here on the planet. It's not a projection. It's a fact. And we, we compound that with our new understanding of retirement. You know, as recently as 1935, right after the uh, enactment of the Social Security reform, maybe 7% of Americans made it to 65, made it to 65. Most people never got a Social Security check. And those that did got 10 or 15 checks, and that was it. And now, of course, everyone talks about a 25-, 30-year retirement, a 30-year chapter of your life. You have no other chapter in your life that's 30 years long. Are you prepared for it? Do you have the financial assets so that you can live comfortably? And will you enjoy those years in good health? That's what wealth and health is all about. Yeah, so you know that kind of leads into also what we're hearing from our clientele and from our listeners a lot of times is they're coming in, they're saying, I don't feel well, I'm not mobile, I'm not even really sure if it's worth living, right? I'm, I'm 78 years old and things are not going so well and I have all this money. Can you speak a little bit to the idea of maybe what they can do and, and not with the idea that it's uh, too late, right? That they still have the opportunity to maybe improve their lifestyle. Are there some things that you could say to our listeners, this is what you can do if you're at that stage in life and you feel that way? 
Absolutely. In any season of life, regardless of how poor you may feel about yourself or your self-image, there are always positive steps that you can take. And Jonathan, the fun thing about that is, is once you take that very first step, then you lose that inertia and you start building a positive force that will take you forward. If you're feeling bad about yourself and you don't like the way you look or you're having too many medical problems, just go make an appointment with the doctor for a medical review. I don't want a new prescription. I don't want you doing an examination on me. I want you to sit down with me and tell me, am I on the right track? Am I on the right medications and the right strategies? Sometimes a simple tune-up like that will help out. Also, for people who see multiple different doctors, there can be problems with their medications. Different doctors, different pharmacies, mail order. We have a nation of zombie retirees walking around that are over-medicated and taking drugs that compete with one another. So again, sitting down with your doctor for a comprehensive medical review of all your problems, all the medications you're taking, all the different treatments you're doing, and see if you can simplify and clarify. I'm going to share with you five in the remaining minutes here, Mm -hmm. five very quick tips that any adult can do to protect themselves from dementia. This is evidence-based, peer-reviewed information available from the National Institutes of Medicine. And what it talks about are positive steps that people can take that show that it will delay or even prevent the onset of dementia. So the first one is taking better care of your overall health. Of anything else, the brain relies on oxygen. And so if you have uh, poor circulation due to diabetes or high blood pressure, et cetera, it's important that you get back to your doctor and get yourself in the best possible shape ever. By improving that circulation to the brain, you're gonna be able to forestall the onset of dementia. Exercise calibrated to your abilities. If you can't walk anymore because your knees are sore, then get in the pool. 30 minutes, five days a week. Superfoods, they actually work. Just look them up, blueberries, avocados, kale, there's plenty of them. They're scavengers. They remove the debris from and neutralize the toxins in the cells, including the cells in your brain that will keep those cells healthy. We call these cells a permanent cell population. You'll never make another one of them. These are cells like the retina in your eye and many of the cells in your brain. You have to take care of them for that long haul. We, we may not have been designed to last 90 years, but one out of four adults is going to make it to 90, and one out of 10 makes it to 95. You should enjoy it in good health. Next comes socialization. You notice I skipped the puzzles. The evidence on puzzles and learning a new language is a little squishy. But socialization, do that crossword puzzle, but do it with somebody else in the room with you. And then finally, you'll love this one, and this appears in the British Medical Journal, dancing. Dancing builds lower body strength, core strength, strengthens your bones. Again, balance, equilibrium, physical activity, and socialization because you're in the company of another human being. My wife and I were married 37 years ago, and we danced to Anne Mary's May. I have this dance for the rest of my life. In our house, we have a built-in sound system, and we agree wherever we are, we play a lot of country music. And when that song comes on, we meet in the living room and we dance. So I encourage everyone to dance more and do all of those steps to help prevent and delay the onset of dementia. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for that information that just seems so important and so well-being for our clientele. One more thing I'd like just to uh, throw out there, and it's a little bit off of the same subject matter topic, but is what do your feelings tell you about corporate America and their responsibility to help educate and bring people to the table to understand these things? 
There is an altruistic reason why, why business owners need to be socially responsible for their employees, but there is also a financial benefit as well. And the data is very solid behind organizations that embrace a culture of wellness, benefit from multiple rewards beyond decreased health expenditures that improve the profitability of, of businesses regardless of their size. And for that, I'll direct you to a brand new white paper out of Transamerica called The Benefits of employee health on business success, and anyone can obtain it by simply going to transamerica.com or download the Transamerica app. Once you're there, locate what they call the knowledge place. And the knowledge place is where all the good professionally written and edited and peer-reviewed information is there for both advisors and for their clients as well. And then specifically for advisors, they want to go to the New Age of Advice or newageofadvice.com. You can also get there at transamerica.com. And that's where all the good stuff is, all the white papers and all the reference research materials that is also free to access. And advisors can copy it and share it with their clients as well. But it's intended for advisors so that they can improve their holistic skills and to deepen the relationships that they have with their clients. Awesome. Well, Dr. Bill, I want to thank you personally for coming on to our ESG Players podcast today. And I know I want to thank you on behalf of our listeners for the valuable information that they're not going to find elsewhere. And that is really key to what they want to do, not only in their retirement, but as they're building their wealth and also thinking about their health and how it's all interconnected. And I really appreciate your time today. Thank you again for your time. Thank you again. Bye-bye. If you have any questions, please contact Jonathan Kavaznik at jkavaznik, that's K-V-A-S-N-I-K, at securitiesamerica.com. ESG Players Podcast can be found on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and many other platforms through the Backroom Studios. That's Backroom Studios, S-T-E-W-D-I-O-S. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, Jonathan B. Kavaznik, CHFC, registered representative, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisories, Inc., Cherokee Investment Services, Bank Cherokee, and Securities America are separate companies, not FDIC insured, no bank guarantees, may lose value, not insured by any government agency, not bank deposits.